This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster, the Law Corporation team has found itself kidnapping two people whom they think have been possessed by some form of demon. Is this true? Or are they merely preludes to murder? Welker, could you? You're the one usually driving, right? Yep, it's my master okay. machine. Yeah, Fred. Okay, um, could you? Do you use sharp for the, your agency move? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess either way this would be a sharp roll. Uh, would you... So you guys hear, like, sirens showing up in the background. Do you think you would just get out of here, or do you think while you're getting out of here you would be, like, contacting the agency? Well, I'm definitely getting out of here, and we've got three agency members in this van, so maybe one of you guys can make the call. Okay, I'm just trying to condense this into one role rather than have it be oh, like, okay, yeah. this happens Hopefully. and then possibly something else happens to mitigate the first thing. Both of those things happen. I get out of here and I contact the agency to arrange the pickup. Oh, okay, so you're like, we're dropping these folks off? Right, what'd you think? Okay, I, my first thought is just that you're getting the hell out of here. Okay. That would certainly be priority number one. Gotcha, okay, so then in that case, yeah, let's do that as a cool role. So let's see if we can get out of here. All right. And the answer to that is 10. 10 is pretty good. All right. So you guys are able to kind of scream out of there. Um, you're in this van. You hear kind of sirens in the background. You guys um, duck down uh, like some residential streets pretty easily and then can kind of get yourselves back onto a main road and kind of scooch out of there. Uh, theoretically none the wiser or with the police none the wiser as to where you are exactly yeah Knight Rider style my license plate like flips up and turns around it's a different license plate yeah and I go turbo mode and the red light in the front goes back and forth yeah exactly and it's like I don't know Chase what do you think we should do yeah you guys can kind of get away from that situation without there being any further like complications anytime in the uh, nearby future um but yeah, so now you're, are you planning on heading just back to, Lore, the Lore Corporation now has an office here in Palmetto City. Are you bringing those folks to that office? Yeah, for sure. If they have, you know, all the sort of the subject receiving capabilities. Which I sure. They do. All right. Yeah, and I think that could actually be something pretty interesting. I think we can, we see you guys maybe park this van in the, uh, it's, it's in an office building that's shared with other things. You guys have, like, the whole floor of an office building. Um, so tell me about how you guys get these people who are still not into you carrying them around and are probably screaming and yelling more, uh, how you get them up there. And also, are you guys able to talk to them at all on the car ride? Don't see why not. It's an open cage. Okay. Um... Wait, it's open? Well, yeah. you didn't close the gate? <laughs> it's hell. Roll your, remember to lock the door. 
like one of those open bar kind of places, you know? Open yeah. Cage. All we serve is pain. Mm -hmm. or, oh, I think as soon as you like get on the road and stuff is closed up, like their entire demeanor changes. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, and I think the old lady just says like, what do you think you got on the hook here, son? Well, I'm driving. I feel like it'd make the least sense for me to have this conversation. So you're on the phone or we're going? No, I, I, I'm, I'm driving in. the van. We're going to the center and they're in the back with you guys. I don't think, I don't, are, are, it, I'm sorry. Are Sundry and Darkblade indeed in the back with these two um, old folks that you guys have captured? Or yeah. are you guys? Darkblade like, is leaning his head back and he's got now. Oh. Darkblade is in the, okay, go ahead, Carl. <laughs> Sorry, one of the tags in the van is that's uncomfortable. So, like, there's not a lot of places to sit. Go on. Okay. That entire that changes my entire approach. If the van is uncomfortable, Darkblade has his legs spread wide. And um, he's got an ice pack on his balls. Because <laughs> uh, he got kicked in his balls, and his balls hurt a lot. And um, he, he turns to the woman and says... Shut up, you old, you old coot. Wait, was it the woman who said, what What do you think you have on the hook here? Yeah. Okay. And it's, he's using an, something, uh, he, it, his time with Matlock is showing here with uh, using the word coot. Okay. Yeah. Some people just like perturbed because he hears a lot of nautical met like nautical um, uh, metaphors these days, and so he's like, "Oh no, it's this woman channeling the old uh, married <laughs> queen of the seas." I better, yeah. I better pay attention here. And I think, uh, I think she sniffs at the air. The old man, I think you had wrapped up in like a blanket, and he, um, he's kind of stopped thrashing as much. And uh, yeah, she kind of sniffs at the air um, in a very strange kind of lingering way, getting herself kind of closer to you guys. Um, and she'll just say, she'll shake her head and say, none of, none of you are, none of you are right. Hmm. Funny to see you three doing this. You think they? You think they want you? You're kidding yourself. Why don't you? Why don't you open that door? Toss these old bones out of here. Get yourself. Get yourself far away. Make sure you can keep on living what you can, nice so, as you can. So you can go murder some more children. She's like. Murder? Never. And the, uh, and they, she and the old man who's wrapped up in the blanket, there's just like a simultaneous laughter. Gross. You can't blame an old coot for wanting a, for wanting a snack, can ya? Senator say, yes. Surely can. And she'll, she'll smile. Blame all you want, son. Blame all you want. What good it'll do you won't amount to nothing. 
I don't think you know where you're heading, lady. Do you know where you're going to end up when this van stops? A poor old woman like me? Oh, I guess I just have to go where the wind takes me. And again, she'll just laugh. I hope you boys don't hurt me. And then again, like she and the, the man and the wrapped up in the thing laugh. Yeah, and you, and you hear again, like, or, and he says, or, and that's the, there's a bunch of cops going the other way. Yeah, drive faster. Yeah. <laughs> drive more subtle. More subtle, damn it. Um, Tiptoe. Yeah, so the, the old man will say something like, or heaven, or, or certainly don't kill us. And then the two of them just laugh more. Oh, don't worry. Do we have a way of, like, in, sorry, Alex, do we have a way of interrogating them? Uh, um, and maybe we've already tried to do this in a sort of, like, either investigate a mystery way or a way that maybe one of us has, like, a skill that we could employ here. Investigate a mystery would definitely work for this. Okay. Um, you know, maybe uh, Darkblade can take the lead on interrogating them a little bit because... Uh, might be able to find out a little bit more about what's going on here. I think that death would be too kind for you both. I think that you'll be back to your mischief if we give you that. I think you've got a lot more to worry about than that. Because we know what you are. The two of them will laugh at that again and just say, yeah, I'm sure you've got us pegged. Things sure have changed over the years and Humanity has learned all kinds of creative ways to keep you captured and keep you bored, keep you in the same place for an eternity even. What do you think you'll do for an eternity? Just left to your own devices, alone in a room. Is this your interrogation, like trying to psychologically get to these uh, these creatures? Mm-hmm. And I'm investigating a mystery. Sounds good. So is that just with regular the regular sharp method? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I got a uh, eleven. It's pretty good. All right. So yeah, so you get to ask two of those questions, and we've we've answered some of them. If we hit on one of the ones again, I'll try to make sure you get more information. Um, but yeah. So, I think they'll just say, like, like eternity. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I think you would know better than me. That's for sure. But I don't think you know what kind of creative things um, humanity has come up with to deal with you. You should laugh all you can back there. Is, is the creativity mostly transportation-based interrogation? No, this is the hotel stay that you get. You get to briefly stay in the hotel before you end up in the pen. Hmm. And it's Do I, I have to tip do I have to tip the, the bellboy here? She looks over at Sundry. Sundry will just say, I got a tip for you and he'll take his uh harpoon, you know, wrap the cage with it like very okay. loud. So again, to make clear about this thing, are you guys in this cage? Or no? No, we're, I don't think we're okay. in the cage. I've been so there's, assume we're on the outside. 
Okay, so there's the cab where certainly Welker is driving. Then there's space between the cab and the cage where you guys are. That's maybe like just very uncomfortable. Maybe it's like the kind of hard seats that you'd have in like a like the back of a moving like, van. So the van is like very uncomfortable as like one of its drawbacks. So I picture it like, okay, there's the seat where Welker sits and there's like a bucket seat next to him, but it's full of my trash of like my paperwork and things that like I didn't get rid of. And, and like grenade launchers and swords. Yeah, grenade like... launchers that I rarely use, sadly. Uh, and then like a good amount of the back is taken up by this cage. And there's just like a couple of spots to sit like on the floor, like maybe the three space for three people. Okay. So yeah, so you guys then aren't in this cage, but does it go? <sighs> okay. Cab, does it go cab of the van, sundry and dark blade cage, or are sundry and dark blade on the opposite ends? I'm trying to see like how much Welker is involved in this conversation or not. I mean, I could hear everything I would say. I think the cage abuts the door. Because that's what we've said that about the werewolf before. Okay. So, so all right. So, yeah. So, then it goes cab, where Sundry and Darkblade are sitting. That's very, very uncomfortable. And then the cage. Cool. Yeah. So, you whack this thing with that. And, um, yeah. Darkblade, do you have any of these questions that you want to use? Yes. Um, what can they do? Like, what are they capable of? Um, you're looking at these people and you realize um, these are possessed people. This is an old lady and an old man who've been possessed by this force and like uh, oh, they're just incubators. They're just being possessed by this force while it incubates to further itself. What kind of creature is it? So, the thing, the thing you realize like when you threaten them with like immortality and they go through that stuff um... Oh, mortal imprisonment. I think as Darkblade kind of gets into that stuff with these two, and possibly Sundry's realization um, that these are these people are possessed by a demon. Ooh, it's demonic. Okay. Yes. Yes. All these right. people are possessed by a demon. It's not even separate demons. It is one thing that can be in multiple places at once. These are. Uh, I hate to break it to you guys. These are innocent people that are occupied by this thing that uh, you guys have not fully knowing beaten the shit out of. Oh, I'm sure they did something. Probably. Yeah. They're old. They've had a long time to do a lot of bad things. Yeah. Yeah. We don't tolerate any mistakes. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. There's a... Turn off that Michael Jackson, Mr. Welker. (laughs) Change the station. Put us in country music. Yeah. Get the Lord in this van. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. But yeah, so that's that's what you guys kind of come to the realization of, and I think Sundry, you can kind of come to the realization of that with Darkblade. If not, you're the one who picks it up first, based on Darkblade's conversation. Yeah. And he, uh, he says like something's inhabiting their body. I'm like, this sounds like straight up demon possession to me. Yeah, uh, I'm in. Says, don't worry, boys. We've got a department for that. Well, I got a department for it. It's called a church. And they're specially equipped for this sort of thing. We want to get these people some help, don't we? And we want to get some answers. Your people would like that. I so say that's why we're going where we're going. 
I don't know if they have a whole heck of a lot of holy water in Lurkor. For all we know, these people worshipped uh, this demon. We have no idea how they became vessels for it. But this is a big strike against it if we were able to contain these two. Yep, but that demon didn't count on us uh, attacking two old people. No. The but demon the didn't count on Palmetto City. Yeah, and I assume you guys have like closed the grate in between you two, so you're like, yeah. I think that just the main office building that you guys have is um, is where you would bring them. Like that there is like a lab. I think Dr. McLean has been like sticking around in town like pretty regularly. And he's been one of the people who's been kind of like looking into all of this stuff, at least in regard to like biology. And um, if you've ever been to like a parking garage that has like areas that are gated off, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, oh, this is the general parking garage. And then there's like a certain floor that's gated off. And it happens a lot in uh, like mixed use buildings. You know what I'm talking about? Where like the bottom is uh, retail and then the top is residential. Yeah, I can picture that. Yeah. So I think maybe the lore corporation just has the roof level of this parking garage. And like that's cordoned off. So like you guys can get up there and you're not unloading a squirming body while somebody else who's like going in to do accounting work is like, what the hell? No, no, this is no amateur outfit. We make yeah. half of America's paper towels for God's sake. Yes. But, but yeah, but just the perforations and imprints, not the actual paper or the tube. People forget about that part. Um, anyway, so uh, I imagine you do that. Is there maybe a separate elevator or is we had said it's like on the 13th floor it doesn't have to be i think 13th uh, is perfect okay i just realized what that is but yeah fuck it it's on the 13th floor is there like a separate almost freight elevator that that part of the building has i would say so i think they will whatever they uh have in place to receive stuff like this is gonna account for every conceivable option like we've brought in were monsters before, which are supposed to be absurdly powerful. So like it's like put in its own area, put in its own like elevator. The people use a separate thing. Okay. So I think that this building was probably selected because it has uh, the regular interior elevators and then it has this weird freight elevator that goes from the top of the parking garage up to this, so that way like stuff could be brought in. Um and uh, I think you have the ability to override it where, like, no one else is getting into this elevator kind of a thing. Cool. So, yeah. So, you guys take these folks out, and at first, when you take these folks out, um, the old lady kind of looks around, and she seems like she's about to kind of, like, make a ruckus, and then just doesn't. Smart move. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're able to put them in this elevator. Yeah, you guys didn't count on Palmetto City. <laughs> You've actually rehearsed the same line from before, and now that you like the grades open again, you get to say it in front of them. Yeah, they were like, "We heard you the first time. You had the last <laughs> word. Now you don't because of this exchange." 
My Dark Blade's shirt is off, too. <laughs> Could somebody make a cool roll for me? I'll do it. Go for it. I got a total of 10. Total of 10 is pretty good. I think, Lee, you're able to... Sundry is kind of pulling this guy. Um, the three of you are kind of pulling these folks out of the van. And the the guy in the that's wrapped up in the blanket starts like writhing in a crazy crazy way and you hear this like you hear this like writhing and this moaning i think something like really really bad is going to happen like you feel like this person's going to burst out of this thing and i think sundry's just able to kind of just like punch this guy in where he thinks his head would be oh, to yeah. just like subdue him like stop it right in the exact same spot he hit him in earlier yeah exactly He's like, take that, old man. He's like, oh no, if I get no. hit there a third time. <laughs> I feel like there might be like some sort of process here where there's like maybe assistance. Don't hurt of technicians. Sort of like, we have to keep them alive. To receive subjects. Sure, you um, actually go ahead and make an agency roll for me, Carl. Let's see if there is indeed that. I mean, what kind of agency are we if we don't have underlings, you know? Uh, let's see. Where's my deck? Eleven. Eleven's pretty good. So yeah, there are definitely um, definitely some folks. When the elevator door opens, these folks, or maybe when you called them in advance, there's already kind of two security guards that are there to help you out and um, like help you guys get these two folks into the elevator and up uh, up to the thirteenth floor. You have to use a lot of like key cards and key co- punching key codes and that kind of stuff. But you guys get up there and pretty quickly can put these two folks in like a similar cage to what you had. But it's a in the van. But I think it's a cage that's also um, made of like really, really thick uh, like plexiglass kind of stuff. Like almost imagine like a giant one of those giant aquariums, uh, one of those giant tanks at the aquarium. And you have these two folks in there and uh, Dr. McLean is hanging around again. He looks like... uh, the white scientist from Better Off Ted and the nerdy office mate in Andy Richter controls the universe. And he's looking at these folks and he's like, they were at the location that you were sent to? No, and Walker will fill in him and anyone else on his team. Um, sort of like the, the broad strokes of where they've been, why these guys are definitely supernatural. Um, but, you know, all the details will save for the report. Okay. And he says, huh, well, if there's anything else from uh, the location where you picked them up, I mean, that might be useful for us, but I guess it's we can start. The graves. Um, and he's already called in the original house where the plaster or the salt was. Okay. So yeah. So, and since you just did so well on that roll, he's like, uh, you like, you can tell uh, these these security guards can like, or or you can tell that team at the original at the first location to like hurry up and get to the second location, or even better, um, Welker could, depending on how he wants to do it, he could just likely the police are going to show up there. He could try to arrange something where possibly the police do some of that effort, do some of that work for the Lore Corporation, and just give them the information they find. I mean, yeah, ideal scenario would be like, for instance, Winters is still around and he, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, seeing like, oh, a scene of carnage where we're suddenly not on good terms, 
if it was instead more like, oh, you know us, we did what we did for a good reason, now continue to help us, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. Cool, so yeah, we can kind of set that into motion and uh, and see what comes of it in a little bit. But yeah, you guys now have these two in this uh, like kind of cell and uh, Dr. McLean just goes about the process of he's like he's like unfortunately this next part is going to likely take a long time and he's just going to be doing essentially just watching these folks subjecting them to different things and trying to figure stuff out from like a scientific perspective okay yeah so little things that you probably already realized but he can give you medical explanations for um, he can like kind of look at some of these people the security guards might go in there with him to help examine these folks uh, a little bit and they'll kind of like fight back for a little but not too much he'll he can tell you that like the injuries that especially the old woman uh, sustained are predominantly like broken bones and dark dark blade like knocked that old lady out almost didn't he Dark Blade's specialty. Is is, yeah. is is that what happened? Did he did he ever end up like hitting that old lady, or did she just hurt herself? She hurt herself. Uh, he was just trying to hold her. Down. That's right, because yeah, Dark Blade just grabbed her. That's what it was. Yeah, he'll tell you that like most of her injuries seem to be, um, they're they're like bone fractures and bruising and all this kind of stuff and abrasions that are usually seen when people are like basically trying to do something much harder than their body can handle um like uh someone trying to break out of a out of a car window and they like break their hand that kind of thing but obviously magnified since this is a 65 year old woman um the the older man has somewhat similar uh, injuries, but not to the same, not to the same extent. Though he does seem to have been punched in the head several times, like concussed in the head several times. Yeah. Some completely unnecessary abrasions. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, he'll try to do some. He'll try to do uh, just some basic experiments to figure stuff out. If you want to. Roll investigate a mystery again. Anybody through Doctor McLean's invest uh, like experimentations? We can try to figure some of that out as well. It's just going to take him a while to find out this information. So we be rolling to determine how well he does. Yes. You want to do it, Darkblade? Got a nine. Got a nine. All right. So you have to ask one of those questions. Who's my dad? Mm-hmm. Um. Right, Brian see. Mock Senior, with it, the Brian. with with the alley oop from Matlock of the Leprechaun. Okay, um, what is being concealed here? Oh, you figured out these things are using the uh, this demon is using these vessels as like a uh, an incubator. It's multiplying, and you realize, wait a minute, mom and dad went missing, two kids went missing. Here's these two people. 
if it's multiplying, there's more of this thing out there than just these two. Super. So yeah, you're you're like, uh-oh. These so, aren't the only ones we have to worry about. It's got a mom and a dad. Had two kids. Some grandparents. Next suspect's a dog and a cat. After that, a mouse, a small piece of cheese. And it, it stands alone. Not like a cousin oh. or an uncle. It's got to get the gotcha. set. That was pretty good. So, Welker's suggestion would be then that we try to figure out as quickly as possible how to determine who's infected, and maybe like a vaccine or some equivalent, or or a cure. I don't know. I guess determining who has it would be the, like, the most important thing. Yeah. Okay. So, I'd like to let some time pass for two things to happen. One for winters to get this info back to you guys and two for dr mclean to give you like some information about what he can find out Sounds if that's cool me. all right yeah, maybe like another six month passes and we undo all the changes that happened in the prior six yeah. months I'm yeah back with my family i've shaved uh, i'm alive again mm -hmm. thank god for that serum <laughs> there's a picture of you in your house getting more dead <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sundry, what are you doing over there? Nothing, Maria. She's alive. She's mm -hmm. um, covered in watches. Yeah. <laughs> but who watches my watches? Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, okay. So I think uh, you guys can get a hold of Detective Winters who goes out there to investigate the situation. Um, when the neighbors called, I think like they were able to get this license plate and Winters knowing that this is what's going on, uh, went out there kind of himself and eventually contacts you. And if you give him this information along with what you yelled at the, um, the neighbor, very quickly he can tell you that like uh, they found they found what looked like two bodies in the backyard, but all that was left was he's like, and he's like very bothered by this. He finds it to be very disturbing. And this is somebody who we had said he was like uh, an, a veteran in Afghanistan and he's been on the, the police force for a while, uh, but it's still fairly disturbing to him. He says it was just skin. No bones, no viscera, no blood. Pretty much just skin. Like an emptied out bag. Okay. Yeah, um, and he's 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 very like he's very bothered by it, and he can he he can tell you like, uh, we have to get like an exact match on it. Like a we'll have to do some kind of DNA match or some kind of uh, like a dental records kind of thing, um, but we're pretty positive it was uh, the Kresge children, one of which we named... We had, like, crazy names for him. It was, like... Creston. Creston Kresge. Creston Kresge. Well, we, you guys named like named them, like, Ashlefer oh, and... Jimifree. Jimifree and yeah. Ashlefer or something like that. But, yeah, so he'll, he'll say, like, we're fairly positive it was... It was these two children and, um... 
now we have to, like, we're now going to be looking at the, like, their house and seeing if we can find anything else as well. So we haven't talked to Winters in a while. The last thing I remember talking to him about was he came to us and was like, I would be happy to help you guys and your corporation if... Uh, but I also want to, what was it, like, advance, like, politically or something? Yeah, you can tell, like, he's he's a guy who wants to move up the chain of command. And um, I think that he basically is saying to you, like, I know that you guys are looking into these things and you seem to be succeeding. And it's in cases that we can't figure out. If you'll basically, like, help us solve these things and keep me in the loop... I'll try to assist you with this and not give you as much of a hard time as I definitely should. Cool. I think that's a great deal. I like, yeah. Like as like a the corporate stance on him should be very like uh, symbiotic. Yeah. I think the problem. I think the problem that he doesn't realize is the stuff you guys are dealing with is so batshit crazy that if he was like, I've solved the case. It's a vampire who came here from Romania and is now taken over this tower. The tower was haunted to a certain degree before, but this guy really amped up the haunting. Like, it's like, all right, you're, you've gone nuts. Rational response. So. Okay. But yeah, so he'll, he'll tell you that. He's like, we're going to be like, they're, we already sent people over to the other house. They're looking it over now. Um, but if those folks are gone, uh, I don't know what to make of this. Now he'll, he'll, he'll tell you this. Now the report that we got from the neighbors is that three guys in a van, uh, gr grabbed the, the Robin, Mr. And Mrs. Robinette and tossed them in that van. The, after, uh, after the two old folks are all, after grandma and grandpa are all bloodied. Sounds like. Whoever those people were, um, sounds like they did a public real service. Wouldn't you agree? Hmm. I think this is a manipulate role. You guys already have a rapport, but this is kind of like a big thing. Do you think that that makes sense? Or do you think that that undermines the relationship that you guys already have? Well, I mean, I guess the question for you and Winters would be like, does he stand to gain by going against us? I think it's like, I think it's almost how much does he want to be involved in this? And like the kind of thing of like, oh, you captured those people who need to be questioned. Thanks. You can get this information and hand them over to me versus like, like, give me the information you have versus I trust you on this old buddy. I think those are kind of your th the three big options that kind of come up here. Um, yeah, I can see it going any number of ways. So if you want me to make a roll, then go for sure. it. That's Just... definitely a manipulate roll. And I pretty much gave you like what he wants in that situation. 11. 11's pretty good. That's with negative one charm. Hey, I feel like I need to use a different die roller. Like I feel bad about this. That's fine. <laughs> You're rolling a uh, D20. Yeah, I, I keep checking. Like, am I doing this right? Every single game. I'm like, nope. Look at the little baby. It's all double digits. I think he'll just say to you something to the nature of whatever happens, uh, whatever information is found out from those suspects is going to be really important. And uh, we're going to need to get it as well as the suspects themselves as soon as we can find them. And anybody who can help us out with that, of course, 
will definitely be much appreciated. And I think you guys, and I think it's it's very understood that he's like, yeah, just just tell me what you find out, and when you find it out, get us those two suspects, or get us those two, yeah, get get us the, the Robinettes. Sure, Walker will say we'll, we'll play ball. Be like, yeah, absolutely, whatever you want. Yeah, and I think we see him like hang up the phone, and he's like, "You got this, you got this over here, Officer Jesse." And Officer Jesse, just one of the cops we met earlier, is like, "Like, oh yeah, uh, just having these guys clean up everything, look for what they can." Sure. And uh, I think Winters will just be like, oh, "I got to go to that that first location." Yeah, and he's just cramming gum in his mouth, stressed stressfully. Is it like Nicorette? Yeah, I imagine him as somebody who used to smoke and to stop smoking is just like always chewing gum constantly. Is Nicorette still a thing? Oh yeah, it definitely is. I don't know if this would be Nicorette gum. I imagine he's just like chewing the gum and spitting it out all the time. Um, Nasty habit. Oh yeah, well... Um, so we can kind of fast forward things probably like certainly a day. And, um, in the morning, uh, do you guys, does everybody go home? Do you just stay there and hang out with, uh, Dr. McLean as he's going through these experiments? I feel like if we think that something's going to bust out of these bodies and leave just their skin there and they're like flight risk, then we're probably on like high alert kind of guarding them. Okay. Yeah. Walker's got nowhere else to go. That works. So you guys then can kind of hang out there. You're probably there for another eight to 10 hours, something like that. And you, um, like in the morning, Walker's kind of like, like asleep, maybe in his office, maybe got his, uh, feet propped up on the desk and he sees a a message and it's from detective winters and it just says like um the kresky's found in the same condition as kids wait winters told us that they found the parents yes and in the same oh. condition as the kids so uh, just skin I, I think it would just imply like it was just at the house, just hidden in a place at the house. At the original house? Yeah. Would it be? Sure. It just was. Okay. Um, I, I do want to know, like, were they hidden? Were they, like, buried? Where where were they found? Yeah, I think... Um, well, you guys didn't notice this, and you guys didn't do a bad job of searching for stuff. Does it make sense that they were found in just another location? Sure. I mean, yeah, why not? Or does it uh, in another location or should it just be like, oh, they were just buried in a place that was so innocuous. Why would you look there? You guys were looking for something yeah, crazy. Yeah, spent like a crazy long time there. Okay. Yeah. Then so, yeah, they were just buried at, they were hidden somewhere at the house. Um, yeah. Like just buried in like a garden. Okay. So like thinking out loud, like maybe like to sundry, I uh, would be like, so working theory whatever this was when it got out infected the Kreskis first got to the kids somehow got the kids to the grandparents house and then went from there 
I don't know how skinwalking demons work. Like, uh... Well, I guess that's what we're here to find out. Um, but the thing that interests me is it seems like it was interested in covering its tracks, at least so far. It buried the parents. It buried the kids. Well, it hit the parents in some capacity. Buried the kids. So then why weren't the... Where did it go if it went after... If, if it went past the grandparents, why were they still walking around? Yeah. I think, uh, I think winter's... They, they ain't popped yet. So next step would be, I guess, to find anyone related to them or known associates to see if this thing keeps uh, needing more hosts. Agreed. So so can Walker sort of like get um, get Winters slash Lore to maybe isolate anyone who these people knew or like start like tracking them? Hmm. I think Winters can definitely help with that. Um and the lore corporation through like a like a almost like a medical subsidiary kind of a thing could almost contact people as like a health concern. Yeah, I feel like almost like a contact tracing thing, which is weirdly uh, apropos. Yeah, I know, right? So if we're talking like demonic infestation here, I feel like it should be pull out all the stops and as soon as possible, essentially quarantine anyone who may have had contact with these people. Um, I think Winter sends you a second message that brings up that um, the Kresge's bodies and one of the kids' bodies were um, found at different rates of decomposition. How so? Uh, Mr. Kresge's body... Just to... <laughs> Mr. Kresge's body seems to have been uh, decomposed uh, two or three days past Mrs. Kresge's body and one of the kids... And then their bodies were decomposed two or three days past the other one of the kids. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think the game plan would remain the same. Uh, hopefully, we can just contain anyone who may have who may have spread to next, and presumably be people like neighbors, family, uh, maybe even classmates. Like anyone, the cast as wide as possible would be my advice. Okay. Cool. So that's when um, I think Welker's phone similarly rings, like his office phone. Okay. Or it almost like someone like paging you from like inside the office, like. Oh yes, please. Can I have not only a uh, speaker a voicemail, but also a pager? Mm -hmm. Wait, maybe before the next thing triggers, like we could just also talk about like, uh, like one other option would be we could let one of these things go and follow it interesting thought so what the idea that it'd be attracted to it to like go to where the others are i mean the idea is just give us more information than we currently have and we got two of them so always you know continue to try to um you know exercise the other one definitely an idea i think that if right now there's six of them possibly more um, and it can multiply that uh, releasing releasing any of them is going to increase exponentially the speed that this thing can grow um, we already know it's killed children um, 
I don't think in good conscience we can let it go. Um, but I think that we should look into the children and see if we can maybe um, figure out if they have phones or if the family uses phones and perhaps we could track them. All right, so let's stick with the tracking are. plan. It's tracking and quarantine plan for now. We'll keep these guys as our aces in the hole. Okay. So, yeah, so likely the kind of stuff that you're looking for is where did the Kreskis work? Like looking into their job, um, looking into like neighbors of the Robinettes, um, friends, that kind of stuff. Neighbors of either house, work relatives, work colleagues of either house, relatives, friends. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, Darkblade has like a. Uh, a, a katana and he's practicing while you guys are talking this stuff through. Yeah. And um, your like your office phone rings. Okay, I pick it up. Yeah. And it's just Dr. McLean and he's like uh, and he's like Mr. Walker, you're definitely going to want to uh, you're definitely going to want to see this. So yeah, show me. Show me, doctor. Show me, egghead. Yeah. He's like, stop. Don't make fun of my head. It's full of yolk. Um... Yeah, when you get in there, he can. You you see these people, and they look entirely different. They uh, their eyes are almost like hollow. I, f- I think, in fact, they don't really have eyes. They just kind of have holes where their eyes are supposed to be, and their bodies are just kind of standing there, um, slightly misshapen of how they're supposed to look. There are parts of their body that look like lumpy, and you they almost look. Um, like they are uh, partially deflated where like parts of their body aren't um, like don't seem to occupy as much space as they're supposed to and um, you guys can look at it and just think about what uh, what Winters had told you about like the skin, like finding just skin as if they were like bags, emptied out bags. And that's exactly what these folks look like. It's like, they're just like sacks of skin that are being like, um, stood up by some kind of force inside them. And Dr. McLean will be like, it had gotten progressively worse over these hours. And he can show you like video footage of this in the course of, probably the last six hours this uh like it pretty rapidly turning into the 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 state that you see in front of you so they're contained in like sort of like a plexiglass like reinforced glass type thing mm-hmm. could we in addition to that have like a like a ring of salt around the thing just in case if you want to do that sure that's not a that's not a tough get cool roll your culinary roll your salt Right. Or, hold on, are you going to, like, the hardware store to get it for, like, a driveway? <laughs> well, your hardware. Yeah, industrial. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you can easily can easily do that. So, Dr. McLean says, like, um, this, this change happened, like I said, over the course of about six hours, but still it was pretty rapid. What are we looking at, Doctor? What's, what's going on in there? Um, he can like zoom in to he'll, he'll tell you that like without getting in there and like analyzing people like 
medically, this is going to be tough. I can just kind of like look at what I see from them and we can like take their temperature and do like various tests from outside of this room, but it's going to be difficult. If you zoom in, like I said, you can see that their eyes are just empty holes. And every now and again, you see something like dark in like a small like flicker of movement inside their eye, like the holes where their eyes should be. Pick the wrong time and get a bowl of popcorn. Sorry. Um, uh, are they still talking? Are they still like speech capable? And Dr. McLean says, I have not attempted to, I won't lie, I have not, I have not attempted to contact them. I, yeah. Hey, Darkblade, do you want to continue your conversation? Sorry, Austin, I'm chewing. Mm -hmm. Dr. McLean says, like, it's okay, I had some of the, I always keep a bowl of taffy in here. It's one of my, it's one of my, uh, weaknesses. One of my many vices is saltwater taffy. All right, so sorry, Mr. Walker. What did you say to Darkblade? I was just asking if Darkblade wanted to try and get any more information out of these people or not. Oh, I think we know enough. Okay, so then it's just a waiting game to see what our uh, police and. I think we need to find the kids and the um, the other parents. That needs to be our priority. That's where we need, where we need to be. We already know enough about this creature. It can multiply itself if left unchecked it's going to take over the city and it um you know it's it's killing but palmetto city is strong palmetto strong palmetto yeah. strong that is palm frond strong kind of strong palm frond strong yes frond strong ron frond strong Okay, does Darkblade or anyone else attempt to further communicate with these folks? Um, or do you just guys just to take a, like, we're just going to keep watching this? I feel like Walker doesn't want to give them the satisfaction of, like, coming to them. Like, listen, we've got the resources. Our employees are looking into it. Our police contacts are looking into it. This is just a buy-the-books case so far. To answer the question of can these folks speak, I think if anybody does attempt to talk to them, they do speak like the voices, the voices different. Like you're not even familiar with these people's voices very much. And you can tell like that is not the same voice that they have. I think the only thing that they really have to say of any kind of substance is just something like, like, you should probably let us go. Otherwise, you'll be the ones in here soon enough or worse. Why don't you let us go and use this time to get out of here or just as well why don't you take this opportunity to run as far away from this place as you can while you still can fast forward about 18 hours and the uh yeah these things have just kind of continued slowly to get kind of uglier and uglier and very clearly there's like uh like they at some point sit down or lie down and then pretty soon they're uh like there just comes out of them this like eruption of just a cloud of beetles
This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Additional music for this episode included A Dangerous Location by Ron Ernest, Volcano Lake by Lobo Loco, Earthly Destiny and Weirding Way, both by Sir Cubworth. Please check out This American Dice for more exciting adventures. And follow us on Facebook for more news. You can't blame an old... You can't blame an old... What's a term? A sea ship for being on the sea. And yeah, you salty you, because of yeah. barnacles. The, you can't blame an old barnacle for clinging to the hull too long when the bilge water done come out on the poop deck. Yeah, she says that, <laughs> <laughs> and then she shows you her anchor tattoo, um, and it says yeah, it matches the other a, half of the anchor on Sundry's wrist. Yeah, and you realize this is your mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, I, I came up with a joke that somebody was telling like a cheesy Halloween joke and it was like, what monster is the best dancer? The boogeyman. And my joke was what monster is the best dancer? Michael Jackson. He played a dancing monster. Also, he probably raped several children. <laughs> so fast forward another 18 hours. A pot roast. Or six months. Or six months. Yeah. Fast forward another six months. Um, Dark Blade is now uh, married to Tara Welker. Wouldn't have any other uh, way. Yeah. Ashton has resurrected Reagan. Uh, but he's shrunken down and he drives her like a mech. It's very and, disgusting. And Mr. Welker is uh, dating Reagan. Yeah. And he doesn't know that Ashton's yeah. inside there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ashton resurrected her and she's like, I think we should see other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your boss. Yeah.